Hey folks, Tom Bell here with your Diz Daily Fix for Wednesday, May 9th, 2018. Here's what's happening. It is earnings reports time again. Uh, yesterday afternoon, the Walt Disney Company released their quarterly report and held a conference call to discuss their earnings for the most recent fiscal quarter, which is their second quarter, but actually the first quarter of 2018. Uh, CEO Bob Iger and CFO Christine McCarthy discussed the earnings in a conference call and took questions from select investors. The report showed growth in both revenue and operating income, thanks in large part to the parks and resorts and the studio entertainment divisions. Uh, The company uh, posted a 9% boost in revenue compared to this quarter last year and a 6% jump in operating income. Uh, Now, we know recently the company uh, shook things up and restructured the company into different divisions. We won't see any of that um, probably on the fiscal reports until about 2019. Uh, So we will use the old references, which is the Consumer and Products and Interactive Media Division, which some of is now part of Parks and Resorts. Uh, Anyway, that division struggled recently has has struggled recently and this quarter had a small two percent growth in revenue and a four percent loss in operating income uh, the media networks had a three percent growth in revenue and a six percent loss in operating income now the good news over at the parks and resorts there was a 13 percent growth in revenue and a 27 percent growth in operating income uh, some of that is due to the fact that spring break was earlier this year and part of that fell into this particular fiscal quarter uh some of that is offset by uh, Shanghai, which struggled with weather, uh, less than ideal weather. Um, but Hong Kong Disneyland and Disneyland Paris did well. Uh, some of the gains were also upset by a, a two-week dry dock by the Disney Magic. Over in the studio entertainment division, there was a large 21% growth in revenue and 29% growth in operating income. Uh, this last year, uh, this last this quarter last year included the live action Beauty and the Beast and the last few weeks of Rogue One. So that large of a gain was not expected. Uh, they didn't mention the the uh, disappointing A Wrinkle in Time, but. They were very proud of the results of Black Panther, which is where all the gains come from. Uh, Our own Charles Boda does a great job of breaking down the rest of the numbers. So head over to WDWinfo.com for more details on the facts and figures. But moving on to the question and answer session, much of the discussion was about all the new digital streaming services, the Disney version or the ESPN Plus version that's coming. I was asked about the connection between the 21st century, the assets for uh, ac- the acquisition of the assets for 21st Century Fox, and that digital uh, Disney digital streaming service, he said that while the service is not dependent on the Fox acquisition, it is expected to benefit from it. Uh, earlier, Iger had talked about that Disney uh, streaming service and said it would not go online until late 2018 um, because they are working on creating new t- content. But they are also waiting for the Netflix agreement to expire. Another investor asked about, you know, with the successes of the parks currently, hotels at 90%, how can there still be room to grow in the parks and resorts division? Iger said that the growth will come from park expansions like Toy Story Land that's coming soon and Star Wars Galaxy's Edge that's coming next year. 
plus the three new ships coming to Disney Cruise Line as well. His subtle growth was also will also come from the increased use of intellectual properties and the increased use of technology. Finally, Iger discussed the Marvel films and said that while next year's Avengers movie is meant to be a conclusion or a culmination to the series, Iger said, quote, there are a lot more stories to tell, end quote. Uh, in other news, now this is kind of going back to the 21st Century Fox discussion. Uh, you know, of course, that is still not set in stone, especially considering uh, the reports of Comcast attempting to put together a bid. But if the deal does go through, it appears that James Murdoch, who's the son of the founder uh, Rupert Murdoch, will not be part of the transition. Now, up to this point, it has been expected that James Murdoch would move into an executive position within Disney as part of the deal. His, his father, uh, Rupert Murdoch, and brother Lachlan would remain with what has been dubbed New Fox, uh, made up of the companies remaining, Fox News Channel, Fox Business Network, and the Fox Broadcast Network. It was even speculated that James Murdoch would be in the running to replace Bob Iger if he should ever retire. Um, so apparently that's all out the window. Uh, instead, according to the Wall Street Journal, James Murdoch plans to work independently, quote, most likely by starting a venture capital fund to invest in digital and international media businesses, end quote. We'll continue to follow that and continue to follow uh, changes to that and updates to that Fox, uh, 21st Century Fox acquisition deal. Finally today, we hear rumors about this all the time, but new evidence suggests again that Disney Cruise Line might be closing in on a location for a second private island. We all love Castaway Key, but how about two Castaway Keys? Um, according to the Bahamian news outlet, The Tribune, a Disney Cruise Line spokesperson confirmed that the company is interested in creating a new private island on what they call Lighthouse Point. Uh, the 700-acre 70, property is currently being advertised online for sale, and according to the Bahamas Real Estate Association's website, is, quote, an ideal setting for a grand vision with exceptional beachfront acreage, colorful coral reefs, and a breathtaking landscape. Ah, end quote. Um, Disney Cruise Line spokesperson Kim Prunty said that the cruise line didn't have anything to share about a specific location or any pro uh, in any project pursued by the company in the future would but I'm sorry but any project uh, pursued by the company in the future would quote involve or involve quote a partnership with the community and build on its commitment to quote sustainability protecting the environment creating jobs and economic growth opportunity and celebrating the culture um, so, yeah, celebrating the culture and stories of the area, end quote. Sorry, that was a big quote. Uh, Prunty's remarks seem to be aimed at the local area, which has already started an online campaign to save Lighthouse Point. So we will see how that plays out. Uh, today's featured article on the Diz is from Matt Carpenter, who discusses the best place to get away from the crowds at California Adventure. Remember the good old days when the best way to get away from the crowds was California Adventure? I do. Anyway, you will find Matt's article and more over at WDWinfo.com. Trending on the Disports today is a thread from poster Rick at 96, or Rick at 96, uh, who talks about how much the new parking fees 
at Walt Disney World are adding to the cost of his vacation and wonders where others will draw the line. You can check out his thread, What Will Be Your Breaking Point? Resort Fees? in the Theme Parks, Attractions, and Strategies Forum at Disboards.com. Finally, the weather. Uh, partly in cloudy and warm in Orlando. High of 90 tomorrow with a low of 66. Uh, one more sunny, one more warm day in Anaheim before it cools down. High of 80. Uh, low of 59 with sunny skies. You can find links to all these stories and more on our Daily Fix main page at wdwinfo.com slash dailyfix. That's going to do it for me today, but be sure to join us again tomorrow for the next installment of the Diz Daily Fix. Have a great day. <laughs>